0: I get along with Cody. <laughs> Does it hurt when the other kids that call you kind of blame you? Oh yeah, I hate it. Makes me angry. It's insulting, and because um, uh, what I consider what they're saying I'm doing, I think it's. I think any time a wife is. In a plural family, is controlling a husband enough to affect other relationships? Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business, but mine with me, Cara Berry. I hope you have your grape jelly colored pussy bow blouse on because I do. (laughs) Let's get into part two of the one on ones. So I'm of the understanding that... Uh next week, a sport will be happening, and I think Eminem is going to be screaming at us during the middle part of that. Um, so part three of the one-on-one is going to actually be airing on February 20th, not next week on the 13th. So I guess there will be a break on that. Um, but gosh, part two didn't disappoint. I was really, really concerned. You guys know that there was not going to be enough content For three parts. But I thought it was still pretty solid. We didn't even get but one scene of Mary. I mean, that makes sense because she's really not in this family. Oh, by the way, speaking of her not being in the family, she actually posted um, an Instagram post. I hope that I still have the screenshot of it. But she was talking about... um, Yep, here we go. Okay. Um, So a few days ago, she posted... Selfie of herself, lovely selfie, and then said, A few months ago, I used the word, quote-unquote, estranged regarding my relationship in a conversation with a friend. It was the first time I had vocalized it, and it felt... Dot, dot 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 ...honest. It was hard to use, and yet somewhat freeing. I know where my relationship is. I'm not oblivious to that. I will always look for the best in people and situations and hope that they see it, too. I want to protect people, their emotions, the tough situations... I have never been, nor will I ever be the person who will sit public and publicly trash somebody or something. so if you start reading this and think that that's where um think that that's what you're gonna get here, you'll be disappointed. <clears throat> I try not to put labels on things, but over the past few months, as that uh, certain TV show has been airing, I've been labeled. I've been called by viewers, desperate, pathetic, embarrassing, told I have no worth and no value and a plethora of other things that I won't even mention here. Uh, in actuality, what you've seen is me no longer being silent. What you've seen is me using my voice to have fun and bring humor to a not-so-perfect situation. The truth is, I know my value, I know my worth, who I am, what I want in life, what I aspire to be, and what I feel like I'm doing a pretty dang good job at is being happy. I don't let things around me that aren't perfect get me down because my inner peace and joy is more important to me than that. I've surrounded myself with people who match or exceed my energy. I have friends, coworkers, colleagues, mentors who fill my cup, and I hope in some way that I'm filling theirs horny i engage in positive conversations and situations and i dream with the lid off okay <laughs> i have plans and goals and aspirations that make me happy and fulfilled i work towards those dreams daily i overcome i succeed i win okay um a lot of that as somebody pointed out is like very um, MLM speak. It's giving mantra. It's giving um, self-help section of Barnes and Noble. And I'm not going to take that from her. Like, yeah, I have been guilty of calling her um, an active auditioning comic for the sad, Sack comedy tour. So, you know, who are me? I, I'm guilty. You know, I am. I've already been blocked by one of them only a matter of time before I'm blocked by the rest. Um, with that being said, okay, I just feel like that said a lot of nothing. Like, you're basically just saying, like, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this. So here we are. <laughs> she has a particular seemingly disdain for the show. Uh, and I just feel like, okay, if you don't want to be on it, then don't be on it. You know, like, that certain TV show. <laughs> Okay, calm down, girl. Um, So, yeah, thank you, Mary, for nothing, really. Nothing was said from that. Um, She said what she said. She's going to keep doing it. Thank you very much. See you later. Buy my leggings, okay? Um, Let's talk about part two. The episode starts with Sukanya, the host, telling Christine that they're going to get a little bit deeper. And she introduces their clip package about how COVID-19 basically threw the family for a loop. And then six months later, Cody came up with these uh, rules. And Christine interrupts her and says, uh, you mean the nanny's rules? Yeah, continue. So after playing the clip package, Christine says that the nanny conversation began because Isabel found out about the nanny. And she was pissed off about why the nanny was allowed to cover Robbins and she wasn't. So I hope Robin is paying attention to that. You like uh, everybody's bullying us and we feel so isolated from the cliques that are happening in the other parts of the family. And I don't know why they don't want to see us on Thanksgiving. Now, you know, Christine just said that the whole reason why this this came up and how they were able to have a conversation is because her daughter wanted to be included in your family, not because she wanted to be away from them. Robin. Robin. She really irks me. Her constant need to be a victim. And she does it in full force. This episode, like, it's laughable. Truly laughable. Um, So, I just... Okay. Basically, what Christine and Janelle say throughout this episode repeatedly is that they thought they were being honest and their honesty bit them right in the ass, okay? And that... Yeah, they were out traveling. But Christine says, I thought my being transparent about that was going to get me points. But instead, it created this whole environment of mistrust between Cody and I. And (laughs) great. Thanks a lot. So then Sukanya asked Robin why it took so long to get the rules. And she's like, yeah, I was wondering the same thing because, you know, that was a lot of lost time. And Sukanya asked the million dollar question of, okay, well, why didn't you, the person who's been hanging out with Cody this whole time? uh, Why didn't you ask him? (laughs) So her response was basically that like, he was a grump. And then she says, you know, I was saying it to Cody, but all I would get back is that they won't do it. Do we believe that? Like in order for all the things that Robin have said to be true this season, it would mean that she has a really shitty relationship with Cody, like, which we knew, but like, I don't... For all of these things to be true, it just basically means that she is a victim to this man. That she just lets Cody run around doing whatever the fuck he wants and he just decides and she has no say in the relationship or the family culture that she's so desperately clinging to or trying to. Like, every time she's asked why she's not trying to help the situation because she's clearly the one closest to Cody, she's always like, well, I have tried, but this or I'm just as frustrated as everybody else and like that's no way to live either it sounds like a very miserable way to be you're just like at the whim of whatever this guy decides and you just have to be fully to use their word compliant I mean you guys really just to like in my mind in terms of human behavior compliant means you're choosing to give something up Because somebody has established a rule and you have chosen to be compliant, right? And then he keeps mistaking that. Like the wires are really getting crossed between Robin having to give up any sort of autonomy for herself in order to maintain this relationship. And Cody obviously thinks that that slavery basically is love. And so now she thinks that that's love. And I can see why now she resents them because she's like, I ain't giving up everything and they're not doing anything. But really who she needs to be mad at is Cody because she's been telling us, I wanted a polygamous family. I didn't come here to be a monogamous. You should be mad at Cody as the leader, dear leader in your family He sold you a lie of him having competent relationships with these other women. But uh, how stupid do you look now to find out that as soon as you came into the picture, he stopped fucking at least two of them, (laughs) probably all three. Uh, That's not like a functional relationship, and that's on him. The common denominator is that little bitch with the curly hair, okay? Robin tries to tell Sukanya that essentially Cody gave up. Because Janelle's kids were out there doing whatever the fuck they wanted. And he was already getting kickback from the children on just basic things. So when it came to the tougher stuff like COVID protocol, he just gave up. Okay, well, great leadership. <laughs> Good job, guy. Um, so then they cut back to Christine, who says she didn't really have any personal motivation to try to get the family back together. Or to Try to get back together with Cody because she was not fucking with him and hasn't been for quite some time. And everything that she's done in terms of getting the group back together has been for her children and what they wanted. So then she says that they were basically only seeing Cody for a couple hours a week and they all made a decision. When she talks about it, it sounds like they all made this choice. The kids too, because she said like a couple episodes ago that they're noticing how he treats other kids compared to them and they don't like it. Um, it, it makes sense if they were all like, okay, we could go up to St. George and hang out with Aspen and Tony and McKelty and Aspen's ginger. What is his name? The, you know, her husband, whatever, Mitch, um, Instead of waiting around, doing nothing, dad comes over for a couple of hours, sits on his phone, texting Ariella that he'll be back in 17 minutes, and then he leaves. Like, I understand. I understand. And truthfully, like, if this had nothing to do... If COVID were not a thing, everybody would be on Christine's side. The only reason why this is, like... (laughs) a thing is because he does make sense mostly with covid but it's also like a power thing he just happens to be right for the most part he really drives me crazy cody then goes back to his rhetoric about how he had two households that were not adhering to the rules but that even with robin's adult children they were compliant a word that you know, is now going to absolutely trigger me if I hear it out again in the wild. Um, Cody continues to say that Janelle and Christine were basically outcasts. That They cast themselves out of the family by their own actions and that he can understand having a duty to your child when they're under the age of 18 over your husband. But after that, that's it. And Sukanya looks at him as is like, 18 is not an adult, Cody. And Cody says, well, 18-year-olds can keep the rules, too. (sighs) He is, like, holding Robin's family hostage, basically. (laughs) Like, they're victims to this man and his tyranny, his out-and-out tyranny. The way he talks about how we, when Robin entered the family, she sat her kids down, and she was the only mom to set their kids down and tell them that you will listen to your father and that you will behave, and that's it. Like, imagine the fear that that must have instilled in them. Imagine how much pressure that is to be one of, like, what, at the time, there were, what, three of them? Going to a fa- into a family where there were, like, 15 other kids or whatever. <laughs> like, that's a lot of pressure. They Obviously, the kids didn't really get along. Why would, knowing what we know now, the... Other wives try to like extend an arm over to Robin. I wouldn't be trying to make friends with a person who, like, I mean, excuse me, I'm about to be like pretty gnarly earmuffs with the children. Like, okay, taking Cody out of the situation, if I found out that some woman was coming into my life and I was like no longer gonna be getting dick for the rest of my life, no. <laughs> You wouldn't be my friend either. <laughs> I wouldn't be talking to you at all. You would be lucky that you lived in the cul-de-sac. Uh, that would be a bridge, several bridges too far for me. And now I'm thinking about like how insecure Christine must have felt. She was days away from having a kid when they started filming. Finding out that this hot young thing was entering the family, she's not feeling like herself and now she's never going to have sex again. (laughs) I I would be the fuck pissed. It's really a wonder that she hasn't just like popped off on that couch every single time that they put that camera in her face. So then Janelle says, yeah, there were absolutely times that she would have to choose between Cody and her kids and She's going to choose her kids. And then she says that she thinks that Cody thought that Goofus and Gallant should move out, but why would she want them to do that? Like with COVID exposure. Really? She felt like she was keeping the boys safer by letting them live with her than them just going off in the world, which is absolutely true. (laughs) So Sukanya asked Cody where his relationship stands with Goofus and Gallant today. And he was like, "Oof, not good. (laughs) Very blase. Not like he was talking about his children. More like, uh, you know, just like some guy that he worked in an office with five years ago. Like, oh, yeah, do you guys still talk? Like, oh, yeah, no, not really. It's been a while. Like, oh, yeah, he did text me. I didn't text him back. Like, oh, no, not great. Not like you're too children. But anyway, um, then we have to watch the Goofus and Gallant package, as I will call it, all about Gabriel and Garrison's... So, see? I First... <laughs> oh, hello to me. First time this whole season that I've been able to recall their names by by memory. Uh, without having to think about it. God bless. So anyway, um, the package ends with Cody saying in an interview that the problem is about whether or not he's being respected in his home. And then when it comes back to Cody on the interview couch with Sukani, he's like, yep, that is the issue in a nutshell, like respect. He says that it was a problem of like, he makes the rules. People need to follow them. And he understands if they want to have a social life. But if you want to see your girlfriend, you have to move the fuck out of the house so that I can be there. <laughs> and then he straight up says that they need therapy and that he needs to sit down with them and get something straight. Because he's angry about what happened. And he's so angry that they're not communicating. And he thinks that that's why they're angry, too. He, who's, who can guess? He says that they really only talk, like, in passing, just, like, light texting or whatever. But, yeah, that's about it. Then they cut to Janelle and her thoughts about it. And she says that Goofus and Gallant kind of feel like he's asking for respect, Cody, but he's the one who's actively breaking up the family. So why should they respect him? (laughs) The Cody and Janelle say that there were a couple times where goofus and Gallant were being social or maybe not being honest. I don't know. Janelle was kind of cagey about the situation. Uh, Cody claims that he's heard through social media and, and other sources that they were lying. But Janelle's wording of it was kind of like shaky. But anyway, um, he says that that created a lot of mistrust between him and the boys. And Janelle says that things as of now are still really strained between them. Even though goofus and Gallant have since moved out. Um, she says she has tried to have a couple conversations with Cody about what he's going to do with his relationships with his kids, because it's not just those two boys. He's got like several people, several kids in the family are struggling with their relationship with him. well, you know, I bought all this acreage on Coyote Pass because I wanted the kids to come back and be around, but I just struggle with the fact that they want my company, but they don't want my leadership. And this is where I have to ask again, like, is it Uchi Wally or is it One Mike? Like, if these boys are adults, then, like, why would they listen to you? If you're saying, like, they either want your leadership or they want a father it's like well you just told them that they're adults and that they're not to like that they're on their own right so wouldn't that create an environment of like why should i listen to you and like maybe i just want a relationship with you but you're now withholding the relationship because you feel like they're not listening to you but you just told them that they're adults and that they're on their own so (laughs) which one is it Then they get to the conversation that they had all outside about Thanksgiving and Janelle iconically telling Cody to fuck off. And he says that he wasn't surprised about their decision because basically they had not been choosing him the whole time. (laughs) And and then they get to the part where Cody does that psychotic smile and he's like, Well, have a great, happy, and Thanksgiving, you guys. (laughs) They showed Christine's reaction in like a picture in picture and. Her face was like, yeah, you guys see that shit? Like, yeah, this is the asshole I've been dealing with for damn near 30 years. You're seeing it too, right? Yeah, you get it. I think the segment was supposed to invoke some sort of uh, empathy or sympathy for Cody, but (laughs) you guys know I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to do it to you. Not happening. Not here. Not in my house. (laughs) Not on this part of Coyote Pass. Not happening over here. Um... Christine says that she wasn't surprised that Cody was being like snarky or kind of a dick during that whole time, because basically he's an immature man child who lashes out at the idea of having his feelings hurt. So he acts like an asshole to mitigate that. Great. real Great job, guy. Sukanya asked Cody about Janelle being upset during that conversation And she says, did you consider following after her? And he looks at Sukanya like, what? (laughs) Like, uh, I hadn't even considered that. I'm not even sure why you would ask that. Like, no. Why would I follow my wife? Follow after her? Huh? (laughs) No. (laughs) Like, Like, he could not even... Fathom it. I'm laughing to just keep from Kool-Aid manning my way through this apartment. Like, he's so awful. He's so awful. He's terrible. Like, it's one thing not to do it. It's another thing to think it's actually ridiculous in hindsight. To, that even, to even consider it. Like, uh, Wow. She really needs to leave. It makes me so sad. I'm This episode made me really sad for Janelle, but we'll get into that in a second. So he says that, like, the reason why he didn't follow is because they had been spending the past seven months not listening to him. So what was the point, right? Then he keeps using the word betrayed. And he says, like, how long can you be betrayed? And he talks about you know, a refusal to communicate or be a partner. But we all know that he means listening to him. Like, this betrayal because of a lack of compliance. Like, you shouldn't look at that like that. Like, he doesn't do what I want him. She doesn't do what I want her to do, and therefore she's betrayed me, and I'm just so hurt. Because betrayal gives you a pass to be like, oh, this is irreparable and so i don't have to do anything and it absolves me of everything right because i've been betrayed and now we're past the point of no return right it really like takes the responsibility off of him and i he knows what he's doing and i see it too sir i see it too and like by his own rules if we're talking about betrayal then like all of those women should have broken up with you if we're going by the rules of betrayal, right? <laughs> my my vagina's betrayed by the fact that you don't ever want to be in it again. How about that? How about the like covenant of our marriage would be a physical relationship. Betrayal. Mm. Cody then totally confirms that his reaction to that whole Thanksgiving conversation was because he's immature and that's just how he reacts to things. And he was hurt. (laughs) And so that's it. As if that's not like totally a red flag of information. No hint of irony whatsoever. Then he says that Christine and Janelle were the biggest jack wagons about COVID. And he says that everybody had to make sacrifices, like all of us, right? Which is true because of the pandemic. And that Janelle was being passive with the boys and letting them do what they wanted. But Christine had basically moved on and was actively leaving the family. And he felt like their relationship was damned. Again, another way for him to say, like, well, it was too far gone and so i just didn't do anything because why bother right i also didn't do anything to like uh stop us from getting to that point but you know we don't have to talk about that right (laughs) we don't have to get into that that'd be too much like telling the truth wouldn't it cody Mm. then Sukanya tells christine that she's basically been in a pressure cooker of her relationship christine's like yeah i totally agree i've been trying and trying and trying to make things work for years and then su says well the one thing the one relationship that you do have out of this whole situation that is positive is the one between you and janelle and there's they play this clip package of janelle being really um you know giving uh christine her caduce if you will for being such an active parent and basically being the mother to her children and um part of the pic- clip package they show goofus telling cody that christine was their primary caretaker when they were growing up and cody being like what what do you mean <laughs> well, that doesn't mean anything it's only for the first 12 years of your life what only the most important time of your life. But that's not the same now, right? No, it is. It still is. Ugh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, he tells Cody that Christine was the primary caretaker. And then Cody says in response to that, that Christine and Janelle and their kids have formed a clique. And that they're bullying other members of the family. Zucania asks Christine if she thinks that that's true about the bullying. And she says, well, that wasn't the goal. And then Sukanya asked Janelle if she felt like they were choosing sides. And she's like, no, you know, I felt like we were going where people wanted us, basically. <laughs> and they could have hung out with us, but they didn't feel like we were compliant enough, COVID compliant enough to hang out. So it is what it is. Sounds like the door was open. They didn't want to walk through. So it is what it is. (laughs) I don't know what to tell y'all. I wonder if Robin's kids watch this and have a different perspective now. I would be so curious about that. I really would. Anyway, Janelle then gives us information about the family dynamics in the beginning, right? And she says that there was only a year between her entering the family and Christine and... That Christine was kind of like a buffer, even though she didn't like her in the beginning. And she thought that she was a princess and they actually like kind of butted heads. So then Sukanya asked Christine if maybe Cody is jealous about how close she and Janelle are. And she starts to laugh and is like, gosh, that would be so ironic considering I spent a long time (laughs) being jealous in the family. Like, I can't even imagine that. Well, then Sukanya tries to get the tea from Christine about Janelle and Cody's relationship. And this is where things really heat up a notch. And Sukanya is like, you know, I can tell that there are some parallels between your relationship with Cody and Janelle's relationship and how, you know, the kids are getting older and there might not be, you know, you're changing the dynamic, right? And Christine says, you know, I actually did... Uh, talked to Christine when they uh, they had gone on a vacation together and Christine asked Janelle how are you guys doing? Are you okay? Are you gonna stay? And Janelle told her, you know, I thought Cody was a great dad. I've always thought he is. I still think he is. We have things to work out, but I'm not planning on leaving him. So then Sukanya asks Cody what is it about his relationship with Janelle that works? And he says well, I don't think it does. Up. Oh. Well, okay. And now we said it. I really spent, like, a couple years waffling back and forth between whether or not Janelle and Cody were doing the nasty, and I always decided on... I thought that they were, because when you see them talk, there is sort of a... There's a twinkle in Janelle's eyes. You can tell that she's still attracted to him, and he seems to have no problem humiliating a woman on television you know with mary and christine and like being withholding but he doesn't do that with janelle and so i thought okay well maybe they're having sex still i don't know but now we found out that they're not who i wish we had gotten some more details about it but what we did find out find what we did find out was quite a bit and it really really darked me out for janelle For him to say that I don't think our relationship really works, but that we're able to have a relationship that has a lower level of attachment, yikes. Yike. (laughs) Yike. She asks Cody, Zucconia asks Cody, are you in love with Janelle? And he says, I love her. And then she goes, but are you in love with her? And he says, I don't think Janelle would say that she was in that place with me either. Then Janelle says, we have a long-term relationship. We've been together for 30 years. And Sukanya says, "Well, yeah, I think that there would be an emotional and physical intimacy that would go hand in hand when you're married to somebody." And Janelle keeps saying, "We're fine. We're fine." And Sukanya's like, "Okay, are you guys working on it?" She's like, "We're fine. I don't really want to talk about it, but we're fine." I mean, Janelle is very... She's made it very clear throughout this whole series that, like, she's gotten benefits out of this situation, that this really worked for her, and she's perfectly fine being... (sighs) Complacent, I guess would be the word. (laughs) Not, Not necessarily happy, but functioning. If that's what works with her, and... She's fine living in a sexless marriage, then that's it. Is what it is. It seems like she's very protective. It seems like Cody was trying to protect her a little bit. And but I mean, it still doesn't sound like a very happy situation. Well, then it goes back to Christine, and Sukanya asks her if she thinks that Cody feels, fills rather, Janelle's tank like her love tank, right? And Christine says, well, I don't think she needs that. Like I do. I think she fills her own damn tank. (laughs) And I guess that's like, it's not that encouraging. (laughs) It's actually pretty depressing. I mean, we should all fill our own tanks. But I mean, I feel like if you're in a relationship, there should be some expectation here. And if you should be satisfied and i want janelle to be happy and she said something and i didn't write this down oh i wish i could remember but it was just like it was something along the lines of like if you're kind of happy just like keep keep on trucking because you've invested all this time and it was like oh okay now i see you're, you're telling on yourself now and that really made me sad for her It really made me sad. I feel like she can have a perfectly great intellectual relationship and also get, like, you know, have somebody who, you know, you know, you know. Y'all feel me, right? Okay, let's take a break. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Then they show a scene from actually two seasons ago, I think, where Christine's having a conversation with Robin about being the basement wife, right? If you guys don't know what the basement wife is, it's basically a concept. It's like a real thing, like a literal thing, but also like a mentality of a wife being hidden in the background, kind of just relegated to doing whatever, right? Christine talks about how like, Part of it is you can't, or at the time, she couldn't be open with her relationship with Cody. And so they would, you know, have to lie about their situation. They couldn't, like, you know, be uh, lovey-dovey or act like they were in a relationship in public. But that was part of it. But also it was about, like, how she felt and her status. And basically she felt like, you know, the last on the totem pole. And that she never really did what she was able to do or what she wanted to do, right? Everybody's needs were put before hers. Her children's needs were put uh, after the other kids' needs. And Zukanya asked Christine why she never spoke up about being the basement wife. And she says, well, it's because she didn't really know what it was. And that basically, she spent her life knowing that she could say no but that it would cause contention or she could just make life easier for everybody else by being compliant, even at the cost of her own happiness and her own identity. (laughs) That's deep. Christine's been to therapy. You think? I think she has. She goes on to say that most of the time she put people first and it left her running on empty. And then she says that she tried to talk to Cody about this and what she wanted and he basically told her that she was going back and trying to change all the agreements that she made basically. And Janelle says that she feels like Christine may have been looking at the past through the lens of the present and that she didn't really think that Christine was really that unhappy at the time. Maybe she was, maybe she complained to Cody a couple times here and there, but she never really said anything to them. Then Robin said something profound probably for the first and last time for me with regard to Cody and Christine's relationship. She says that she felt like their relationship unraveled when Christine started to speak up for herself. And that Cody, when she did that, Cody had this vision in his mind of like that being the brass ring, like the greatest moments of the family time if that makes sense <laughs> like she was approaching him and saying all this time I was unhappy whereas Cody was doing the exact opposite and saying like oh this was maybe the best time in our whole family and it devastated him and he couldn't understand that these were all his happy memories were sad memories for her and so he struggled with her wanting to change what he thought was a good time in their lives. So he basically took Christine's unhappiness as a knife to the heart. (laughs) Rather, again, rather than like wanting her to be happy, he made himself the victim. So then she says maybe Mary and Janelle could deal with that dysfunction in the family but Christine couldn't. Well, now we said it. (laughs) And then Cody goes on some kind of rant about how when you enter his family, you're supposed to go into it thinking that we're functioning as one. And that with Mary and Janelle, it was like fresh hell in the beginning until Christine joined. And then she lightened things up for them for about 10 years until, wow, um, Christine suddenly had enough of being used as a rag doll. Oddly enough, this was the same time that Robin entered the family. And she kind of ended up taking the role from Christine. Gee, I wonder why that made everybody so unhappy. I wonder why Christine felt unloved. (laughs) How great must it have felt to come to your husband about feeling unhappy and thinking that the whole 10 years of your past life were a lie. And he says... You're making me feel bad. And you know what? Instead of trying to do anything to make you feel better, I'm going to replace you. (laughs) And never have sex with you again. Cool. Robin tries to play victim and says that it's been several years of her trying to get her kids to fit in with the family. But for whatever reason, there's a struggle with Janelle and Christine and some other kids. And it's been really tough and painful for her. Then we get to Robin's clip package about how she's an easy target and she didn't join this family to be monogamous. She's tired of being questioned and, you know, excuse me, when from, see, she's making me burp. She's tired of being questioned when from day one, she's been begging to be part of the family. Robin goes on and says that Ariella doesn't even know the other kids' names. She doesn't remember the names of her siblings and that the older kids, her older kids are feeling rejected. Because everybody else doesn't want to hang out with them. And Sukanya asked Robin if she feels like an easy target. And Robin's like, oh yeah, definitely. Because I get along with Cody. (laughs) First of all, you don't. (laughs) Secondly. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to take... I'm not going to devastate you too much. But you don't get along with Cody. You don't. But anyway. um, Also, the way they keep framing this is like they're the big family that Janelle and Christine are choosing to be away from is interesting, right? Like you guys consider yourselves the main family unit. You know, maybe that might factor into why they feel some type of way, you know, Cody takes it further and says that Robin came to the family cap in hand and told her kids that they will treat the other moms as their mothers and the other siblings as siblings. And for some reason, the rules weren't required for the rest of the family to accept her in the same way that she was pushed to accept them. Well, Cody, isn't that on you as the leader of the family? Why are you saying, like, for some reason the rules didn't apply? If you wanted them to apply and you were the patriarch, then why didn't you try to make that happen? It seems like he just left Robin to her own devices and that everything was supposed to be hunky dory and that everybody was supposed to just follow mine with this crying, constantly crying lady and her children and that everything was supposed to be on them. But again, like, are you the leader or are you not? Because that really sounds like as the leader, that should have been your responsibility to make sure that everybody in your family was comfortable with a whole other family coming into it. Because you're the one who's marrying her. (laughs) So wouldn't you be responsible for that? (laughs) So then Sukanya asked Robin if it hurt her when the other kids blame her. And it's like, why even ask Robin if it, if something hurt her? We know the answer is going to be yes, Sukanya. Like, come on, girl. Like, I love you, but I mean, you know, (laughs) that was a question we all knew the answer to. Did it hurt? Yes. Yeah, it did. (laughs) She says that she's, you know, that people are trying to act like she's running the family. But the truth is that she thinks about people who do that and sister wives who um, try to control a family or a husband to the point where it's affecting his other relationships. She actually thinks that those are bad people. Okay? So knock off, guys. Because you think that I'm that, but I actually think those people are bad. Okay? So... That means I'm not doing it. Not even subconsciously. Not even consciously, right? Not even just right on camera forever, all of us to see. I'm not doing that because I think those people are bad. Robin then claims that she would do anything to facilitate the kids having a conversation with their dad to make it feel safe for them. But then Sukanya's is like, well, what about you feeling safe? And she's like, <gasps> <laughs> she starts dabbing her eyes not a single tear fell not even her eyes watering to the point where you would be like oh it looks like she might cry or did cry no they look pretty pretty good to me didn't even red, redden, redden up a little bit look perfectly fine you know we've seen Robin cry we've got a whole <laughs> exhibits A through B 2A through 2B maybe we're at 17A through 17Z. Why did I say B? 17A through 17Z uh, examples of Robin crying. I I know. I know what I'm looking at. And that was not a cry. Okay. Robin says that she just wants people to see her as who she is. And I think they do, Robin. I think that might be the problem. (laughs) Then she says that she loves her family. Robin loves family. Okay. She's committed to them and she would do anything for them. And she just wants the relationship. So Sukanya then asked Christine about the kids, maybe not being, excuse me, accepting of Robin's kids. And Christine's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I think it's really hard when you're blending a big family. There were a lot of frustrations and hurt feelings on both sides. Everybody came out of the situation scarred, but I never had any intention of alienating Robin and her kids. And then Cody says that there was some sort of pecking order that, Mary was hard on Janelle when Janelle entered the family. Mary and Janelle were hard on Christine when she entered. All three of them were hard on Robin. And that, you know, he's just confused. And Robin was confused about why she was being treated like that. And it's like, okay, well, again, if you're a leader and you had seen this happen two other times before, why didn't you try to do something to stop it? If you knew this was going to happen, why didn't you protect Robin? And again, this is another reason why Robin should be mad at Cody and not the other wives. Cody goes on to say that, frankly, other than Mary, he's not sure that uh, the other two want to be Robin's friends. And yeah, that that's pretty much confirmed. Because Robin then says that she reached out to Janelle to try to have uh, some sort of like meeting where they could figure things out try to make things work between them and that janelle told robin that i'll I'll have to think about it (laughs) so then they get janelle's side of the story (laughs) and janelle says you know there's some history and you know there's some stuff going on there but i like i just kind of felt like do i want to do this again (laughs) and then she starts laughing like, it's not worth it, girl. I'm here. I'm here for a good, a long time, not a good time. So we can keep it cute. I will give you a hearty wave from the other side of Coyote Pass while I'm going to my greenhouse. But other than that, girl, we're good. I, I don't think I want to. <laughs> no. <laughs> she really hit Robin with the no heart emoji. And I love it. It's really, really so funny. Oh, my gosh. Um. so then uh, Christine or excuse me Janelle says that when Robin reached out to her about this conversation she kind of felt like put on the spot and didn't know what to say <laughs> and then Sukani asked her well are you interested in having a relationship that's deeper with Robin or like similar to the one that you have with Christine and Janelle's like yeah I mean I think so but I don't know and then she basically says that really the only reason why her relationship with Christine is good is because they were having kids around the same time like that just kind of (laughs) happened so like she's just looking for a natural relationship and if it's not happening she's not really going to work up for it so I, I feel you on that girl I feel you um, I also, but I also want to know, like, what was the history that Janelle's referring to? Like, you said there's some history there. What was it? What happened? What happened, girl? Unblock me and tell me. Um, so anyway, Sukanya then goes back to Robin and she points out the fact that, Robin, you're the only one who's having a fully functioning relationship with Cody. And Robin makes his face like, okay, whoo, you guys, tear ducts, activate, tear ducts, activate showtime baby let's get ready then she says it makes her angry that she's the only one in a fu- fully functioning relationship with cody and she starts a fake cry again and she grabs a t- tissue and it's like <laughs> "Sir, how, how am i gonna get through this interview how am i gonna get through it the editors really trolled the fuck out of her with this because it felt like a good 30 seconds of her like allegedly trying to get her emotions together while not actually crying at all So Sukanya asked her why it makes her so angry and Robin says well I just don't know how they're why they're not trying to figure this stuff out Sukanya asked Robin what makes you so angry (laughs) and Robin says well yeah, like, I just don't know why everybody's trying to figure stuff out. I'm sorry, I just said that. And she's like, you know, I'm just, like, I'm trying to find compromise and we're trying to find the things that we love about each other. She says, I can't fix it for me. I can try, and I can try to influence him, and I can beg. And is like, well, that's a lot of heavy lifting. And Raman says, well, that's my family. Is it? So you kind of asked Robin if she can relate to Christine at this moment, because she is a woman who's also been divorced and Robin starts getting weird again. And she's like, you know, I understand where she's at, but you know, I always wanted our relationship or their relationship to be strong. And then she says, you know, I understand that she feels like she doesn't have any other choices, but I just wish that she had kept trying. And it's like, again, Robin, do you know the truth about the situation? That he told her that he wasn't attracted to her. Like, when you say I wish that they had kept trying, who are you referring to? Because it can't possibly be Christine. It can't possibly. Like who she's really deluding herself. She truly, truly is. Anyway. Um then Sukanya asked Robin where, you know, Cody excuse me, Sukanya asked Christine where she and Cody are. And Christine's like, Well, we're divorced. But Robin says something about like, well, technically, you know, they're not really divorced because it it was their marriage was done by church officials and they haven't gone through the proper channels to get the divorce yet. So she doesn't think of them as divorced. But you know what? It doesn't really matter because they were never legally married, Robin. But okay, Um, so Christine explains to us that polygamous women can leave their church they can leave their husbands if they want to they have to go through the church to do it they have to go through the proper channels but she has not been part of that church in a long time like probably since they've been on the show they they left the church and so she doesn't really give a shit basically in my words (laughs) she says i don't really care about the ecclesiastical authorities And she says, I think God's fine if I just want to be happy. So I don't really need somebody to tell me if my marriage is over. But even if you don't, your husband told you your marriage is over. So I think that's good enough. Right. (laughs) I don't think we need to like go through and like cut ourselves up again by like having to talk to it, talk about it with people who were never involved in the relationship anyway. You know? The idea that like you have to go through the church, and I'm talking any religion, that you would have to go through them to break up with somebody, if you're in a relationship like anywhere near what Christine is like, or worse, it, it's truly like it's kind of disgusting. And like good on Christine for saying that, and shockingly, good on uh Cody for saying what he said too. He was surprisingly chill about not going through the church. And he says, Christine doesn't believe in that. And so when Sukanya says, well, does that mean like in your mind that Christine won't go to the afterlife with you? Cody says, not up to me. God has a way of sorting things out. He says, my religion technically says no, that's the dogma of my religion, but that's in God's hands. And he basically is like, I'm not going to claim to you know, make any statements about that. That's up to him. I think he wants us to be happy. Christine doesn't believe in that. So she's not in part of the religion. She's not part of the faith. She's free from that yoke of bondage. If you will. I think that's like a pretty bold thing for a religious person to say, like they don't believe in it. So that isn't a factor. Like, they're not bound by this basically arbitrary rule <laughs> that my religion has made. So doesn't really matter. I think that's, like, incredibly progressive. Like, for anybody, I'm truly shocked that that came out of Cody's mouth. I really, really am. Probably the coolest thing that Cody's ever said, and I'll, I'll admit that. Truly shocking. I'm, I'm going to give him, like, two claps for that, honestly. I mean, it doesn't like make up for the minus 10,000 that he's got, but I'll give you two. I'll give you two for that. Anyway, um, the episode ends with Christine saying that at her core, she just wants people to be happy and feel loved. She knew that her decision was going to hurt some people. <laughs> and I thought it was pretty funny that when Sukani was like, oh, you know, Robin seems pretty upset about you and Cody breaking up. She's like, yeah, she's sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. You know, good. I get it. Poor thing. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) But then she's like, you know what? We're me and Cody are divorced. We're completely separate. Bada bing, bada boom. That's it. Bing bong. Anyway, (laughs) um, that's it, you guys. I guess we'll be back in two weeks with the finale. We better be getting some answers, TLC, about when season seventeen is gonna come out and if it's if it's not this year, hell to pay. Okay. Hell to pay. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for speaking. Love you.